0: Welcome to Spiritual Psychotherapy. My name is Mia, or officially Dr. Mary Patricia Levin. and this podcast is all about gently, patiently, with great kindness, letting go of those things that are in the way of the truth of what we are, of us seeing the truth of what we are and resting in that. And the truth of what we are is divine love. I love in this podcast to answer your questions or your suggestions of topics. So, if you'd like to contact me, that would be wonderful. And my website is livingawarenesswa.com, or I have a Facebook page, YouTube channel, Instagram page, all Living Awareness WA. So, today's episode, I think I'm going to call Oneness Not Separateness. Which is not to be judgmental or in any way non-accepting nor loving of all of our feelings of separateness. But I just want to talk about a deepening of oneness that's happening in me and hopefully inspire all of you. And this has been coming over the last, well, period of months really. But mainly catalyzed by a very beautiful retreat we've just had with Isaira. Isaira is an Indigenous elder, and she has a name in that regard, which is Auntie Jinta. So we can call her by either. Um, and then after Isaira's really profoundly beautiful retreat, I went up north with my lovely husband to Monkey Maya and then to Quabba Station, which was a really beautiful experience, particularly with. The dolphins and many whales that we saw. So I'm just going to share about the retreat with Auntie Chinta or Osirah and my experiences there. Since 2017 when I first started to awaken into the truth of what we are you know I felt the earth Will disappear if you like, and that sense of that everything is this pure presence, this pure essence, and that slowly deepened into recognising that it's love at the core. Everything that we are is this perfect, gentle, whole, divine love. It's what we are, it's what we're held in. And that has been deepening since 2017, and, you know, it takes a while. I'm not when it first happened i could literally sit in that space for probably a few seconds and that has gradually increased over time and there is always significant resistance from the ego because of course it's being slowly annihilated you know the identity that we hold on to is being let go of and the ego doesn't like that so there's a lot of resistance and I have slowly learned over time to treat that resistance with great compassion and great gentleness. If you like to hold the hand of that wounded, scared inner child that doesn't want to trust, it doesn't want to let go. So the more kind and gentle I can be to that, those elements of ego, the wounded inner child, the more easily she's able to let go and trust in spirit. So, for the last three years, we haven't been able to have an in-person retreat with Isaira. That's been because of COVID, of course. And I was really looking forward to being with her. Isaira or Auntie Jinta just rests totally in spirit. And it's always an incredibly profound experience. I'd say it's like plugging into God. It literally is that for me so I was really excited about the retreat and looking forward to it but also there was resistance there was a lot of tension in my shoulders in my neck there was occasional grumpiness you know that the ego knew what it was up for and my ego wasn't looking forward to it so and I just have to explain because there's something well, I guess a little bit entertaining and very human and ego-based in me that occurred during the retreat. And I just have to explain a little bit about that. So I guess when I first started going to retreats with Asira, I was experiencing mainly her words, although her presence was immense. And I think, to be honest, I did feel that from the beginning. But gradually over time it sort of deepened to the point where I was feeling where Isaira was resting which was that divine presence and then I started to awaken into that which was very beautiful and of course you know Isaira holds divine presence and this beautiful space that has drawn me in and I think she knows how to guide people both on surface levels and at deeper levels but we do have to do the work ourselves it is up to us and I knew I was in a space that was ready for this change to occur because of the many years of work that I'd done so anyway I experienced retreats um, I guess mainly on the surface level and with a deepening presence and deepening awareness of of God, of that pure presence that Isaira rests in. And then when I started to awaken in 2017, there were a couple of retreats after that, the in person ones mainly, where I experienced guidance from Isaira at a deeper level. And I'll just explain that. And that is that it does happen for beings as they start to rest more deeply into pure consciousness, pure awareness, that there's communication at a telepathic level. And I've experienced that now, not just with Isara, but with other beings that I know rest there. And it's a very beautiful thing. And so I received intermittent guidance during a couple of those last retreats Um, in that manner from Isaira which was really beautiful for me and I'd been kind of looking forward to a bit of that at this retreat and anyway one of the things that happened during the retreat was that there was relative silence from Isaira in that regard and of course a part of me was a bit um, miffed might be the word or (laughs) um, wanting that attention of course Osiris is always loving. You know, she's but even at the surface level, you know, there was a degree of less interaction, you could say. And I didn't quite know how to deal with that, quite honestly. And I know for me when I'm running workshops during the breaks in the workshop, I always ask that people don't approach me that they let me have my time in presence. That's just a way of recentering for me. And Isaira asks the same thing that, you know, we ask our questions when we're in the time with group and otherwise it's her private time, which of course is totally understandable. So I try to stay clear and and honour that. But what was coming up in me, which is, you know, does happen on retreats, you think it's all going to be loving and beautiful, but absolutely not. (laughs) Other stuff comes up. So, and I noticed there was one particular very lovely being that was getting a bit of attention and my ego (laughs) latched onto that and I was miffed and a bit jealous in fact so there was uh, I really noticed in me this desire for more attention and approval so I just want to let you know that this is a very human phenomenon (laughs) you know that all of us all of us want connection we want attention, we want approval. And something that has definitely happened for me over the years is that that doesn't control me anymore. You know, for many years I was what I'd call a people pleaser. I didn't rock the boat, I didn't stand up for myself, I didn't say no. This is when I was a much younger person. Because I wanted to be approved of, you know, and I wanted connection with people and so I became the person that others wanted me to be and I have learned to let go of that over the years and you know to be really honest with you we have to let go of that if we want to have freedom and we want to find our way forward it's a very gentle process and I can say that I am mostly not controlled by that desire for approval and attention anymore but obviously it's still there in me a little bit so and by the way the way I learned to let go of my need for approval was actually by totally seeing it and totally accepting it being really kind to it so that's how we heal stuff with just recurrent acknowledgement and real kindness you know of course we want a connection of course we want attention and approval and and by the way I suspect you know, if and when I am ever fully enlightened, I will still enjoy deep connection and even enjoy approval from others. It's just that we're completely free of it. It doesn't control our authenticity or our deep connection to spirit. Anyway, so this is what came up on the retreat for me. And I was a bit annoyed with myself that that was there, but it was there. So I started to learn to see it with great compassion. And the other thing that was happening, of course, is that Isaira has this incredibly deep, profound presence. And I was feeling that. I was feeling just the love. This oneness is the only way to describe it. And it's sublime. It's like the most gentle essence Presence that just rests there within the earth, within the trees, within every being at the retreat, within the walls of the buildings, within the space and it was starting to deepen in me that entrance into that oneness. And we did some really beautiful ceremonies and I can't go through all of them and very much with Isaira's connection to her ancestors and as Auntie Jinta and I probably, I really enjoyed in fact calling her Auntie Jinta as that eldership that she is fully resting in now and one really beautiful ceremony was at uh, a waterhole on this 200 acre property that is mostly natural bush and she, she painted ochre onto our foreheads and on our chest and our hands and feet and ochre represents just this sublime gentleness, the gentleness of the earth that she is guiding us and holding us as we transition into this essence of oneness that we all are and I just found that so beautiful and then she tipped water over us which was to be honest freezing cold from this waterhole but it felt like Just a gentle washing away of separation and an entrance into oneness, you know, this beautiful essence that we all are. And I felt the ancestors, spirits with us and every being there as this divine essence, this really gentle, this... Love, it's love is what it is. It's hard to describe the words. So that was deepening in me. And I just have to express my profound gratitude to Auntie Ginta for that immense presence that she holds, that invites us all in and holds us in whatever capacity we are capable to be with that. So there's no pressure, there's immense patience, there's absolute unconditional love for exactly what we are. And the beautiful thing was the other elements that were there for me, the sort of jealousy, the desire for attention, the miffedness that others were seemed in my ego mind to be getting that, you know, There was absolute unconditional love for that too and I really, I knew her presence was encouraging that and the presence of oneness, God, the universe, spirit, whatever you want to call it, which is all one, was offering that, that I just hold the hand of this being that had the other side, you know, the ego mind, the darkness, if you like, that was there. And the other thing that I found profoundly helpful, actually there were two other things. One was the presence of every other being there and, you know, every being is this Christ self, is this divine gentle light. And feeling that, feeling others as that, others shining at me and supporting me in that And me shining at them, it was just beautiful. I felt, if you like, the divine self of every being supporting me in my journey. And Isaira had this painting that she'd done. She is an amazing artist of a yogi whose name, and you have to forgive me if I pronounce this wrong, but his name is Sri Baba Shivji and... I sat in front of that painting and I felt, she called it Darshan, you know, this presence of divine light, and particularly awakening my third eye area, that there was an awakening in that area of this emanating light, and his aid in that, his presence as that was guiding me and it was that was really beautiful as well and i know i'm listing a few things but you know it was the ceremonies that were profound it was the presence of the other beings there the presence of this beautiful yogi obviously auntie jinta and also a deepening awareness of ancestors isaira is truly and deeply connected to her ancestors and an awareness of my own ancestors and the ancestors as a beautiful place that we were in, the spirits that were there and other guides that I've had in the past being there too. That was a beautiful and ongoing awareness and one thing that another lovely participant at the workshop asked was a question about but what do you do if your ancestors were, you know, pretty dodgy and in fact treated you in really, well, unwholesome ways or ways that were very hurtful or painful? And Isaira explained that she holds her ancestors with absolute forgiveness and that is true forgiveness. In other words, the same true forgiveness as The Course in Miracles, which is that the Course in Miracles True Forgiveness is that this is all a dreaming that none of us have really made any of these mistakes because it's just a dreaming it's like waking up from a dream and realizing oh thank goodness I didn't do that that was just my dream last night and that the truth of what we are has never been separate from God is still this divine oneness and so the the ancestors if you like are resting in that space of divine oneness in fact all of us are there even those ancestors in the present moment are there so the guidance is from that divine essence that christ self or at least that's my interpretation of that so that's a deepening thing for me too and i've come home with a real determination to bring true forgiveness to every past relationship with my ancestors and to open myself to their divine guidance as well and the divine guidance of this place where I live and the ancestors of this country. So anyway, the retreat continued and it was beautiful and all those things were happening and there was still this essence of jealousy, miffedness, you know, annoyance <laughs> that around wanting attention and it wasn't in, actually until the night I got home and I think I slept till maybe two in the morning and then was awake the rest of the night <laughs> but it was a very beautiful night because I totally clicked that my annoyance, my miffedness at others Because I'd actually been annoyed at others because they wanted attention. That was my projection. I thought, you just want attention, was what was coming out of my head. (laughs) So I realized that that was totally my projection and I was the one that had wanted attention. And then I slipped into this profoundly beautiful meditation, which was, and that's why I'm calling this, oneness, not separateness. And my sense that... You know i always trust i have have immense trust for what auntie jinta has done for me over the years because everything she has done even the things that have been what she calls a blessed lesson or a blessing have ended up being profoundly beautiful for me and the deep really beautiful awareness was this is oneness i'm always getting attention i'm always loved i'm There is no separateness. And the one that wanted attention was believing in separateness. And the next morning, after the night I got home in my meditation, I often hold various world leaders with love in my meditation. And that's, there's a little bit of, I don't want you to think that I'm totally all about service all the time. I mean, I do, I love that little bit of service. And I, I know that it's helpful for this planet but also it helps me there's a selfish side to it too because the more we learn to hold others as that divine innocent pure love that they are the more we recognize that we are held in that so anyway I was doing that in my morning meditation and I felt the presence of other enlightened souls there with me in my meditation for a brief period and that was really and it was a real and this is of course they are all we are all always in that space but it really dawned on me and I really felt that and was aware of that in that moment and it was a healing of any sense of separateness that i am totally seen that i am totally there is total attention if you like that i am totally seen in every aspect totally loved in every aspect all of the time always held in that and that's the same for all of you you are seen you have 100% attention and approval, no matter what you are, no matter what your head's doing, no matter what you've done you've got it already, (laughs) you know, that 100% attention, approval, divine love and it was, and just to know how seen I am and I know, you know, Isaira I choose her as a guide, she says that all she can be for us is a guide and um, that she sets the example and that is what she does but I know that for all of us that have spent time with Isaira that she holds all of us in what she is is that essence of divine love she holds all of us and the entire universe (laughs) so I know you know that I always have that love. There's no need to be jealous or, you know, projecting on others, which was a beautiful realisation. But, you know, there's also a great permission for that inner child, that wounded being that comes up and wants attention and approval and wants to be loved and occasionally has fear that she may not be loved or lovable. And just to hold that. But there is a deepening away from that sense of separateness into this oneness where we are always that, we are that. We are one with every being, every living creature, this earth that is really a dreaming, really all there is, is this oneness, this divine essence of love and i just have to finish by sharing with you this beautiful holiday that i had with dan and you know we went to monkey maya and i just loved seeing the dolphins and feeling their love and there was one moment at monkey maya now you you know the, those of us that were watching we step into the water with the dolphins but it, we don't touch them which is totally fair enough we don't want to transmit viruses nor you know hurt them in any way so it's just the rangers or the staff that are there that do that. But I watched this dolphin with a staff member and it was just honestly it was lying its head and its nose against her leg with the most profound love. It was like I could see the resting in love of that dolphin and it was such a beautiful experience for me and I know that was helping me in this oneness and then when we we're at Guaba Station we were so privileged that there was a whale migration the whales um, migrate from the southern Antarctic waters where they've been feeding up to the warmer waters to carve and there were so many honestly every time we looked out into the ocean within a minute or two you'd be seeing splashes or fins or whale coming out of the water and sometimes reasonably close in I couldn't get photos because it was too far away for that I tried I got many photos of just ocean but even even the whales you know I felt like their essence the spirit of those whales resting in divine love resting in trust in essence light within light and I know that that experience and being just in nature in the rawness of hearing the waves on mother earth every day being barefoot it was deepening me so and i have felt since i've come back to perth these last just couple of days that it's a bit harder here (laughs) you know you've got to work on it a bit more you've got to get yourself into nature get yourself barefoot meditate you know listen to Beautiful music that will bring you to presence or do your regular meditations you have to work on it more here so anyway I'm just immensely grateful for that beautiful holiday with my lovely husband and for the space that he can hold as well you know Dan doesn't mind the fact that in fact Dan enjoys the fact that we tend to walk quite a bit in silence or sit quite a bit in silence, silence. just being and doing and being in nature and I'm very grateful to be able to share that with him. So I just want to encourage all of you in your journey from these feelings of separateness that we all have and it's the separate self, the identified ego self that can have the feelings of fear and anger and the need for attention and jealousy and God, all those things that we have, all of us, you know, and that as we deepen into presence, as we work on our meditation, as we connect to nature, as we face all those aspects of self with absolute compassion, that we open more into this oneness and we experience just this peace, there's no other word for it, but it's peace, it's beautiful and yes contained within that, within me, there is still the ego elements that I am learning more and more to hold the hand of, to be greatly kind to. So I think that's enough for today and my deepest love and blessings to you all and please share this podcast with your friends and family or workmates, anyone that you think might be interested and i would i do individual therapy i do group therapy i think i'm going to have a workshop later in the year I haven't quite got to that yet but it'll probably be a day workshop retreat for you all so please check out my website it's livingawarenesswa.com and my facebook page and instagram page which are both living Awareness wa and youtube channel as well And of course, I highly recommend Isaira or Auntie Jinta and her website is Isaira.com. Deepest love to you all.